three, the only three, the deep three NBA show. I am your host, Miguel Fernandez, alongside Nicholas Lujan. Yes, sir. We back at it again. NBA show. What's up? And yo, I mean, you wanna announce it? We're on like pretty much on a different platform now. I mean, it's the same platform, but we will be streaming our podcast live moving forward after this one. Yeah, after this one. And we're gonna be on Spotify. Yes, we've been added to Spotify. Now we're going to be on Google Podcasts as well. Yes, sir. We're going to be on Amazon too. So we're moving up. Taha starting his new podcast too about pro wrestling, WWE, AEW. That's his thing. I think he's going to go weekly on that one. Yes, sir. So check his out. It's all going to be under the Deep Three too. So you just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, type in the Deep Three Network. He's on his, he has his own, on his own feed, his own podcast. On, on Apple, on Spotify. You can get that everywhere you listen to your podcast at. Sure. Today, this is probably one of the most fun topics that we're going to do all season long, all NBA teams. But before we get into that, we got to shout out the Kansas Jayhawks for winning the national championship last night, fighting through adversity, coming back from down 15 or more, being North Carolina. I'm I'm pretty sure they said something like um it was probably the uh, largest comeback in the fi- in the finals in the national championship game yeah national championship game what they, were saying, they were saying that um it was routine obviously you know since they were at halftime North Carolina was just looking good just out rebounding them and everything so yeah it was forty to twenty five at half yeah it was ridiculous that game was good. And they beat Villanova too the round before. They just demolished them to to the first minute. I mean, they just took over, dominated that game too. I'm saying they were just looking good. Abaji didn't have it as great game, but he was that still effective doing his work. You know what I'm saying they have a great they have a great center too. He's a great shot blocker. He was great down there too. So shout out to them. Dude. It was a great win for real. North Carolina also played good though. It was like hell of a game though. Yeah. So shout out to them, you know what I'm saying? The pace of the game was just great. It, it reminded me of that the same game when Villanova and uh, North Carolina play. Like it was just fast paced. I mean, obviously every final game is gonna be fast paced, but it was just. Yeah, I see it the other way around. I see is the the deeper it goes, the slower it gets. But it's college, so I'm thinking about it as a playoff. Yeah, but for, I, I, Matt, when I watched it, mm-hmm. it, it just seemed like fast paced, and I was. Watch the highlights again too, and like when I woke up, when I woke up, because I got to watch halftime, so I got, well, got to watch all the full highlights, and then they extend the highlights, and it was it was fast paced for pretty for sure, so it was just hell of a game. Yeah, just a great run in general for Kansas this season. Hell of a season for them, capping it off with a tournament when they they go through beat North Carolina in the championship game. Beat down Villanova in the Final Four. Just wasn't even close. Beat Miami in the Elite Eight, which was a streaking Miami team that was catching that was catching fire, surprising everybody. Beat the fourth seed of Providence in the Sweet Sixteen. They had a great season, and then the second round being Creighton, who I thought played great basketball in the tournament up until then. Well, the first two rounds. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Abaji, he's looking like he's going to be a. Maybe top fifteen draft pick, maybe definitely a first rounder. Stock definitely went up. I, I think, think I have him top fifteen, maybe even top ten, depending on who's there. 
Like he'll be a good fit on. I I want to see him go to a playoff team next year as well. Yeah, like, I want to see him get drafted by one of these teams. Like I know the Grizzlies are gonna have a lot of picks this year in the upcoming draft. He's a Grizzlies player for sure, but he's also a little small. But I want to see him. I think he's gonna be able to have a good impact right away. Something a la Ayo Dosumo. He mm. just came in. He was already an older rookie. He had an impact immediately. Do you, do you think his stock goes up definitely after the his performance? I don't think his the, stock was really affected. March Madness. I don't think his stock. I don't. I really don't think he played. Well. I think he played well, but I don't think he stood out so much that his stock is going to rise. Yeah. I think he's locked into where he's at. He's going to be a lottery pick. He's going to be. He's going to be a guy that comes and helps the team out right away. Defensively shooting the ball, just veteran, just a vet, a young vet. And then we have Christian Braun as well, shooter, three and D. I think he's gonna get some first round looks as well. I wouldn't be surprised. Every team needs a shooter, especially with size. Oh uh, yeah. What What about uh? And yeah, go on to North Carolina side though. Yeah, I was about to say North Carolina. They got probably like three guys. Brady Maynack yo. Man, is he know. a is he an NBA player though? Yeah, so he he could work the post and shoot. I've been but, telling him. He but could... what's the difference? Give it give it me. What's the difference between him and a guy that you just have just ignored this entire time? I know you don't want to discuss it. I know who you're talking about. Are they not the same person? I'm the same type no. of player. No, they are some. I don't know if he's an NBA player. Yo, but he's gonna get looks. I, I think a guy we should be discussing is Caleb Love. Yes, that's what I was talking about. They are very but I don't know. I think Brady's a way better shooter, and I don't know. I think the guy we should be discussing is Caleb Love. Yeah, he's Curse the Vert. Oh, that's bull. Comp? That's bull. That's bull. Style player for sure. Here's the bird, yeah. Somebody like, 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 yeah, like that's a they play the same style. Mm-hmm. Chuck volume scores, take it, they can make tough shots. And our, how about Armando Baycott? He's probably the guy on this team that's that's up to his stock the most. He's been so good, he's just been going so for good. 15 rebounds, 21, 22, 15, 16. Like he just averaged thirteen rebounds a night this season. Sixteen. Yeah, it was just crazy. Yeah, and yesterday he went fifteen points, fifteen rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block. Yeah, he's somebody I definitely gotta add to the. But he's shot horrible. I'll tell you that. But he's a great free throw shooter, which is surprising. Yeah, I want to see what did he shoot on the season. He shot, he shot nine for thirteen from the free throw, but sixty-seven percent on the season. Oh, that's not good. But he shot nine for thirteen yesterday. In the free throw. Yeah, that's yesterday. I'm talking yeah, about right. the season. But the field goal, and he shot bad from the field goal. But, I mean, he still had 15. It's a one-game sample size, so you can't really hold nothing from one one single game. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, a center like that is, it always comes in. It could come in handy for sure. Like, like just Yeah, it could definitely be. Uh, he could be a great pickup. Just having Like a second-round flyer on a, on a guy. Yeah, for sure. Or he. I wouldn't be I, uh, it would be hard for me to see him go in the first round. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I wouldn't be surprised he goes uh, late first rounder. 
I don't, it'll be hard for me to see him go in the first round. But you never because know. Because after, after, after you're know, saying that, what, 2015, it's going to get tough because some teams uh, might need a center, like a backup center, and he's a great pickup, honestly. You just, I don't know. If you're talking about the center position, just a deep draft, bro. That's where I think it's going to push him back. It is. Because it's like just, a deep just, draft at center. He reminds me of, like, a better version of Andre, uh, Andre Drummond. I guess so. I think a better shooter. But he does have an ugly release if you if you watch it. His release is he's bad. not a shooter. He's really just a rebounder. He's he be taking them. Put it, get, he's like a board man, offensive rebounds he's gonna eat. He's one of those guys. I don't really know who even like I don't even know who to compare him to. It's just such a I've never even thought about that. Like comparing him to like Andre Drummond. He has a little less size than Andre Drummond does. How tall is he? Do they have his height? 6'10", 240, junior. I don't know. It's a tough one for me to, to make a comp. But he could be solid. Yeah, it's just like the center position is stacked in this year's draft. Like, are you taking him over a guy like like a Christian Coloco from Arizona? Would you – I think I might be taking Coloco over him. Yeah, for sure. Well, Walker Kessler uh, – I don't know. I'll probably take him over Kessler. I'm not that high on him, but he's high on, on some big boards. There's a lot um, of guys. He, I think he's going to get picked up. Man. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. I think he's going to get drafted, though. I, but I'm talking about, like, first round. I can see it. I can see we'll it. See. We'll see how After that plays out. I think it's going to help. We had a couple new – a couple storylines that broke this past week. Ben Simmons – is not going to return for the rest of the season or play in tournament. How does that affect the Nets moving forward? Do you look at them any differently? Or are you expecting to get anything from him at all? For sure. I, for sure. I think it affects them a lot. One, because the defense. Mm-hmm. If him on the lineup, it's going to help a lot. Obviously, him to the lineup is going to help. You know what I'm saying? It's a great pickup for them, honestly. It's just going to have some. Yeah, he's gonna have help. Pickup, for sure. He's going to have a whole different role. You're not gonna. You're not expecting him to be out there to score when you got two main ball handlers. You're out there. He's gonna be out there. You know, saying handle the ball, move the ball around, to set up his teammates. He's two scores. And if you can't get, you know, saying nothing going, you know, you go go to KD, who is a great. You know, saying he knows what to do with the rock. He'll, he'll get something going. But he's gonna have to play deep, play defense. So, and then him needing him. You know, they're not a great defensive team. You know what I'm saying? He could have been a very uh, important part for that, especially in the playing. In yeah, the end, sure. you know, so, you know I'm saying? Yeah, I think a playing tournament, they could have, they would have loved him out there. Because if you're going that, up against a team like the Hawks, and it's you throw him that, on the tray, young. Yeah, for sure. And it's crazy that he was, you know what I'm saying, out the whole time, you know what I'm saying, not even playing. But it tells you, you know what I'm saying, he wasn't keeping his body ready. Dude, I want to ask you something about that. You could So you could tell his mindset still hasn't changed. Let me so ask you something about that. that boy. Does this make you think that he's had the back injury the whole time? Because nope. he has a history of back injuries. Nope. 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 He could have played. He why he was already training and all that. You know, saying he just. But I'm saying, what if he injured it while training? Yes, he's he was sitting out. He was definitely there. Was definitely videos and pictures of him. He was um training at nearby colleges in Philly. This and that, but he wasn't. Do you think he, he could have injured himself before the season? 
I, I doubt it. I want to say that. I think there's a chance that he could have. I think there's a chance that he could have done that. Because I think he's been out for this long. I doubt it's it. Not, but your back does flare up. I don't, he has a history of back injuries. Like, he got one when the year COVID started that season. And Brett Brown came out and said that if, if the season didn't get put on pause, he wasn't going to come back. He was going to miss the rest of the year. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, we'll see time. what happens. I don't know. I think he's he's probably done. He's probably not going to play the playoffs. Maybe if they're, like, conference finals, finals, what are you going to do, throw him in off the bench? I asked him, like, oh, like yeah. where, how does he come back? I mean, what at role that point, does he if have? You could, if you could come I think it's too much. I think it's too much to do that. You think I so? Think you, you asking too much for him? Yeah, a guy who is never is different from like a like a Stephen Curry situation where he's gonna miss and he's gonna come back during the playoffs. Like he's expected to come back first round or whatever, however it goes. Or Robert Williams It's different from that situation because they they play with those teams all season long. Ben has literally never. I don't even think he's practiced five on five yet. So you're gonna throw him in. You're gonna get what two weeks of practice, maybe some reps, and that's you're just gonna throw him into the fire. A guy who's notoriously a bad playoff performer can't do it. I think you can't. You can't count on him for the rest of the season. It's over. Next year, that's when it's. They gotta hope so though, because. I was hearing it today. Shout out to Winhurst. I know you don't fuck with his podcast, Hoop Collective. I like it. And they talk, they are discussing the same topic. And they, one of them brought up that their future is really based on Ben Simmons. Like he's their young, he's their young player. He's the guy with the, with the most time. He hasn't reached his prime yet. He has the most years left in the NBA out of the, out of that big three. Kyrie's injury prone. Kevin Durant's injury prone. So they're really like it's in a couple of years it's gonna be Ben Simmons' team. No, yeah, for sure. I agree. So I the agree. future of the Brooklyn Nets is is based on Ben Simmons' development and a Cam Thomas. And one more thing, Kessler Edwards is on a two way right now, so he can't even play in the playing tournament. That's crazy, and he's giving them good what? minutes all season long. Why he's on a two way contract. Two-way That's contracts wild. can't play on the playoffs. Not even playoffs? No, they can't. Two-way contracts are regular season only. Because it's like when you're on the G League, you bounce around from G League to the NBA team. That's the two-way. Yeah, for sure. So, damn, that's... So, so, so he's not even, eligible for it. To, to even play in the playoffs? No. Even if they make it. Wow, that's wild. So, that they, that's like... I want to say losing a... Yeah, it kind of is losing a rotation player. He's... He's given them good minutes this season. I don't know his minutes have been going down throughout the year, but nah, he's been a solid player for them all year. He's been the top three best defenders this season. Mm, that's a bold statement. Top five. I mean, it's up there. You don't have that many great defenders. Yeah, like Bruce Brown, would you say he's been their best defender this season? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bruce Brown obviously is their best defender. It's like Bruce Brown, Clax, KD. Yeah, KD. I'm, yeah. A motivated Kyrie. Oh man, stop it! Dude, what about Kyrie's a two-way player, bro? Oh man, stop it! You seen it? You seen it? You seen it live on TV against the Sixers? That's it's a motivated a, Kyrie. Yeah, he, he, he had a good game. He had one good game. He hasn't, he hasn't been the same ever since. 
Nah, for real. Another topic I do want to discuss, though. So, the Grizzlies have been making, have been stacking wins. They've been making everybody wake up, take them seriously this season. Come playoff time, rotation shrinks. Who are the eight to nine guys that are in the rotation? I'm going I'm to I'm list them off and you just tell me yes or no. Locks is John Morant. Locks, John Morant, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., Stephen Adams, Dylan Brooks. Is that your starting five? That's your starting five moving forward? Yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that. And coming off the bench, you're rocking with three, maybe two, maybe three guys on a nightly basis. Three to four. I'm going with four. Anthony Mellon. You, you, that's what you think? For sure, he's getting playoff burn. I think he should too, but then, then that means you're gonna. Well, I, I'll go with him too. Like, I think so I, too. Okay, the two two locks coming off the bench are Tyus Jones and Brandon Clark. Brandon I Clark. think those are two locks coming off the bench. That's seven, though. Exactly. That's two more guy. That's those are locks. And then you have DeAnthony Melton, who will be the third guy coming off the bench. Yeah, I agree. And then and fourth then- is. This is on. I don't not think they're going nine every night. I'm going. You go Conchar. either Kyle Anderson. You have Conchar as an option. You have DeAnthony Melton as an option. Are you just not going to give him burn when it comes playoff time? Like he's been bowling. I think. I think you're playing. I think you're playing Kyle Anderson though, just because he can bring playmaking. He's been. He played great in the in the playoffs too. He had a good. He had a great playoffs. Remember? Yeah, I want to see. Matt, I'm about to search that up. What was their playoff rotation game four last season? Yeah, I'm going. Actually, I'm, I'm going Kyneson for as the fourth guy. You go Kyneson? Yeah, just because he has great. He had a great playoff. You know what I'm saying? And he's a great player. He, he could add a lot. He could help a lot with playmaking. Just uh, you know, what I'm saying getting players open. He could score too. DC, he's a decent shooter, not the best, but. He could knock his shots down. All right, so this is – their rotation was at nine. No. Yeah, their rotation was at nine. This was last season. So they had their starting five, and off the bench they had Grayson Allen, Melton played 23 minutes, Desmond Bain played 17, and then Tyus Jones. So last playoffs, Brayden Clark didn't even touch the court. That's kind of shocking. This season, for sure, he's going to touch it. What? This season. It's the Tyus Jones connection has been, has really yeah. helped him out. But he's been great defensively, though. You can't even deny that rebounding. And the energy, he, yeah. Yeah, he's crazy he's, love threat. He, he, he plays a lot of big minutes for him, important minutes. Moving so. forward, come playoff time, who is like, what needs to break right for them? What is their, not necessarily a player. Maybe they need to make this amount of three to game. Maybe they have to play this certain style. What is the X factor for them to win a championship? What's the X factor? Um, do you need to play certain teams? Is it like what do you see it for them? I think the most important thing is can if they if they could be effective at the at half court. Half court offense what, for sure. Because what they've been the best at all season was rebounding, not giving teams second options. Like, that's great. That's good. That could definitely win your games in the season. 
But then in the playoffs, it's gonna I mean, it's gonna matter. It's gonna cut down to way less more possessions. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna come down to a lot more half court uh, offense, and that's when the offense is gonna truly. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna see the true offenses, and they're gonna have to score. You see, the numbers haven't been good. I don't know. Well, way before when we did them, I don't know now. You're seeing they weren't. You're seeing there's they weren't even top three, uh, ten in shooting or or fucking. In, um, or I'll in let you know right now who. But their, I think um, is going to be the most important. What their half court offense is per hundred possessions. Yeah. I'll let you know what that is right now. Off on defense. Because um, they've been the best team on not giving second missing, um, points. You, you, yeah, they were the best rebounding team in the NBA. Rebounding. Uh, defense, de- defensively, they've been great, too. You know what I'm saying? And they, they're dogs. They're all young young cats. You know what I'm saying? They bring the energy out there. So I know what, the, what I'm going to get from them. But the offense been there. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They'd be iffy. They'd be on and off there. And I think in the, in the playoffs, it's going to matter a little bit. Because we're gonna, they're gonna have to score if they want to win. Yeah, for sure. Let me see where are they. So I'm looking at their their half court offense. And right now they're ranked at they're ranked at three on points per hundred possessions in a half court. Then then you're and they're I... ranked oh uh, one in putbacks and like second chance points yeah, like offensive chance. rebounds and stuff like that. They have the highest offensive rebounding percentage in the NBA when it comes yeah. to the half court as well. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what's gonna. I think that's gonna matter a little bit more. But I mean, everything. You know, they're definitely a contender. I told you, dude. I have them. I have as of right now, how everything's going. Not even trying to be biased or nothing. It's Suns, Grizzlies, Warriors. I have the Mavericks in or the Mavs group. or the Mavs. I, I have the Mavs in the group with the four of them. Me personally, yeah, the, yeah, you're right. I'm higher on the Mavs than most are. So yeah, the Warriors are Steph Curry's. We don't even know what's gonna happen with Steph. So that's just that is a me uh, taking a stretch. But, yeah, but shout out to Jordan Poole for a fact. Seventeen straight games, twenty plus points, balling out of his mind right now. That's ridiculous. Like Where's, just to be doing that, you know? Yeah, for sure. The confidence, and then not even that, they took you off the starting lineup. So, so you can get Clay Thompson back in that kind of affected him at first. You know what I'm saying? Him getting trying to get you know, saying the rhythm back into that rhythm. You know what I'm saying? But him coming back into the starting lineup shows you he's he's just a good, he's a scorer. And I hope you could do that in the playoffs because they're gonna need that if um Steph can't play. And, and if, if he's playing at that level and you go out there. And win the first two series. Are you gonna bring Steph back? No, you might as well hold him. Hell no, bro. What are you talking about? Depending on who not, if Stephen Curry doesn't play, they're not winning a series. And then you can put I mean, Brett on that right Poole. now. But if, if Jordan, Jordan Poole's your best player in a playoff series, bro, you're not you're not making it past six games. Seventeen straight, twenty five points. I understand best, that, but I understand. This is the best that. stretch you could go to into the playoffs for him at but least. But they've been absolutely. losing these games though. Like he's ball, he's playing great basketball, but you just took it a step further. It was like, yo, if he's playing like this and they can make it two more rounds, you don't even bring Steph back. But their like, defense is no way, bro. Hell no. What you going brother around the pool? I'm gonna just hold him. It depends on who they play. It is just, I, I, I ask this question right now. Right now, who would they be playing if the playoffs ended right now? It would be 
Denver? Is it Denver? No, it will be playoffs ended right now. Warriors will be playing Utah. Do they beat Utah in a seven-game series? Yes. All right, that's debatable. That's debatable. All right, that's different. Yes, they do. That's debatable. I even said it. I even said it. It depends on the matchup. But you are a jazz hater, though. Jazz hater? No, I'm not. I respect Donovan Mitchell. He just, you know what I'm saying? That guy next to him that everybody gasses up is so overrated. You know saying? Now people are starting to realize. I don't think I don't think he gets teammate. enough. His Even teammates just don't like him. And his coach doesn't like him either. He had a bro, wrong place he's for overrated, bro. Can't do nothing else than just stand in the pain. And that's a fact. He can't even go out to perimeter. He gets exposed every game. All right, when we get to all NBA teams, we'll discuss him. He didn't even straight make like it that. straight up. And when I'm we get to all NBA changed. teams, we'll discuss him. I have one more topic I want to bring up before we move on to that, though. No, two more. Speaking on the Warriors. Their young core is starting to look crazy. Jordan Poole, the way he's playing. Kaminga's rookie season, the way he's playing. Moses Moody. The corpse of James Wiseman. Draft pick this season. Gary Payton, whatever you could give you on offense, if he could grow that game at all. is not old. And Steph's going to play till he's 50. For sure. No, it's wild. They're, 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 they're probably one of the best situations moving forward in the whole league. Yeah, for sure. And they were all playing good. It's just, I'm saying they, they hit that little slump. But listen, they're all going to learn from this season, too, if, they, if it doesn't, they don't get the championship. And then, you know, since the, having Clay coming back, have him for the beginning of the season, him having yeah. actually his first actual, like, summer camp, him just, you know what I'm saying, healthy. If I hope that happens. So yeah, for a fact. Yeah, it'll be yeah, wild. It'll be good for them. They're playing right now at this moment. They're playing with house money, but they're young with the players. How young their players are, with Clay, Steph, and Draymond not playing the last two seasons together. So like they're just playing with house money right now. They could they could do what they want moving forward. This season's really not going to matter. And then we'll move on to all NBA teams. Now, let's start off with first team is a lock. We also have these same players. I think the front court, not the back court, back court's a debate. Front court, Giannis and B. Jokic. This season, they're being eligible at forward, so they have to, they're all three going to make it. You have the same one, correct? Yes, sir. Luca, wait, you put, you have Luca, Booker, Giannis, Jokic. Yeah, I have Luca, Booker as well. We were talking about the guards here. But fuck it, we just put everything together. Oh we both have the same list, it seems like. Well, we do. We looked at the list. We usually don't. That's what keeps it suspenseful. But yeah. we both have the same list, so it's not going to be much argue on this one. I could pull up Taha's list, though. He just sent me his so we could compare them like that. Yeah. But I think Booker. Say, go think ahead. The biggest one is going to be Booker on here because that was, like, the biggest one I think people are going to question. Is he all NBA first-team player? I reward winning. You average 25, 5, and 5 on the best team in the NBA by far, by a landslide, on good efficiency. He's played defense this season. He's come in clutch. He's done everything you want from a top 15 player in the NBA. And that's what the All-NBA is. This means you're top 15. 
No, yeah, for sure. I agree for sure. And even when CP3 went down, he went from averaging five, like you said, five assists to 7.8, pretty much like eight assists a game, just taking that, you know, saying ownership and part of the team and just leading them. Obviously, he went down with COVID, missed a couple of games, but you know, saying he's been so good. He's been so good. Obviously, he's probably the weakest one. Obviously, the other guy that's next to him, like very close, obviously, who's been playing good is Ja. Saying right there, close, but he hits by the landslide because you said it perfectly. You're saying he's the best team. You're saying they've been the best team all season. Him just playing good, being efficient, that, that all matters. You know what I'm saying? And finally, man, finally give that boy respect. <laughs> oh my God. You used, to, you used to say he was in the All Star, bro. I, I would never forget uh, that. You said that. Listen, I reward winning. That's just who I am as a person. That's who I am as an analyst. That's who I am as when it comes to LNBA, all defense, everything. I reward winning. And he's become a winning player. He is not the same player he was a couple of seasons ago. Oh, like, that's just a fact. Even when he scored 70, he is not doing well. Did you see now. his teammates about him? That's fine. That's fine. But moving on to his other backcourt mate, Luka Doncic, I think he has to be a lock for first team. Yeah, for sure. He's the way his team is playing, the way he's playing this season is a walking triple double like always. He could give you thirty on any given night. And just like D Book, his defense is way better this season than it was the previous years. For sure. And another thing that you also gotta take uh, in consideration is that Porzingis left and they became even better. Saying yeah. just because you know, they showed that you know saying he's uh, he was the main guy, Luca, you know what I'm saying, Porzingis out there. Obviously, he's having, he was playing great. Like, I'm not going to take that out of him either because he was having a great season. But, you know saying, they had a great center rotation. And, you know what I'm saying? They made great moves. So, that's good for him. He, he, he's been balling out. They're another team. They're, like, in the same situation as Boston. Started off kind of slow, but they turned it up, you know what I'm saying? Second part of the season. You know what I'm saying they've been they've been balling. Luca's been carrying them. You know what I'm saying Spencer doing what he's been. You know, saying a great pickup for them. So he's he's just been making his players better, hitting his shots, and I and then in the playoff situation, damn, you know, you know, what I'm saying he's he's something else. So, yo, if if it's Maz versus Nuggets, who's the best player in that series? It's tough. It's tough. I got to watch him. But I'm talking. But it's obviously gonna be Luca. He's gonna have to bo- the ball way more. And way Is he gonna have the ball way more than Jokic? In opportunities where yes, he's coming up the ball with it. He could call an ISO. He, you're Jokic not having, does his thing. You're not thing, having your, uh, yes, but you're not having Jokic isoing you at the three. Luca could do that all playoff, and we seen it do it to the Clippers. Come yeah. on, it'll be just a tough question. I do want to add Tahas in here. He also had Embiid, Giannis, Jokic. That was that's one's not even a conversation. Those are lots. Yeah. He had Steph and John Morant. Personally, I do not know how he has Steph Curry first team. Yeah, Steph is Steph is a little Steph wild is for me. Second just half the way of, he was. Yeah, second half of the season was horrible. Just inefficient. He too, like he was just shooting bad. You know I'm saying he had a, he had a bad stretch. You know what I'm saying he had his in a uh, couple of games in and out. To, you know what I'm saying he was just inconsistent, you know what I'm saying? But he had a couple of tough win- uh, good wins. But you know what I'm saying? I don't know about first team, just at the level that Luca is playing and, and Booker. 
It's just yeah, wild. They've been consistent all season, so it's tough. But I mean, you know, he's definitely an uh, All NBA though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, we move on to second team. I had him, him and John Moran. His his first team backcourt was my second team backcourt. I had Steph and Ja. I think those two guys just, even besides the slump that Steph had, he still was on when he was playing. He was on the second best team in the NBA record wise. In general, second best team in the NBA. He was still having monster games, broke the three point record. He has some moments this season, better defender than he was previous years. Like he was just playing great basketball. And John Morant, he's had probably the most if you're talking about big moments in the NBA, like memorable moments just this season alone. He has the game winner against Phoenix. He has the huge game against the Lakers where he gets the block off the backboard. Like he just has all these crazy moments throughout the entire season. Big game. And then like monster games against huge teams. Like he balls out against when he plays against Inez, balled out against Phoenix. And he's gonna win most improve. Yeah, he's probably a lock for that. He is definitely a lock, and he's eligible for it. So he's, you know, what I'm saying that he's he's gonna get it. He's been balling out. He's if anything, he's been playing that top. He he was a candidate for MVP. Yeah, he's missed a lot of games. He passed Steph at a point. Yeah, he did. He was missing a lot of games too, and plus, um, you're know saying. You, the other guys were playing. You could tell the difference, but obviously he he was like top five. You know what I'm saying? He was definitely like up there top five. He, like you passed up, he took that fifth position. But oh, shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? Nobody expected the Grizzlies to even be uh, second in the fucking West except you. But except for this guy, I had them second. But I had them third, third them, or fourth. I had them right there. Had them I had them, yeah. had them. I had them third, but then I was like. Everybody was like, "Oh, you're crazy about the having them over the Lakers." Everybody was coming for me for that one, but that nah, so I moved them yeah, down. Pressure, I moved them down. But I'm still that's my second favorite team in the league. Not for sure. They've been balling. John Moran's just going crazy. So you know, what I'm saying he deserved to be All NBA for sure. And then my forwards room, I have Jason Tatum, LeBron James, and Carl Anthony Towns. Sheesh. It was tough. It was tough. The wing, like, the only, the only one that was tough for me. Well, hold on. Say your your three front court. You, it was the same, right? I had the same thing. I had Tatum, so, Brown, and Cat. The biggest question mark for me was I think Tatum and Cat were locks at their position. Tatum just resurgent second half of the year was just monster. Great moments as well. Team best defense in the league, all that the whole nine yards, and then Cat for a center behind. He's just like he's not on the level of those two top guys, but he's a a level above everybody else at that position. What he could do, best shooter ever at his position, at his height. Yes, better shooter than Dirt. You could argue with me, <laughs> scoring, passing. He did it all. His team took a big jump this year, but the question for me was Bron or KD. Me too. I don't know why. I went Bron. Probably overall stats really put him over the edge. But he has some. He has some huge games. It's hard to, because both of them they're like ten seeds. So it's like, hey, what can you really say? Winning isn't the conversation. It's really based off a of legacy. Is why I put LeBron. So. No, yeah, it's tough. Um, 
you say even if you look at the stats, it's like right there, close, like just edge, edge, edge. But you know I'm saying, but it was tougher. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, the Lakers had a high expectation, just like the Nets, right? But as as the first ten games went, we found out that the the Lakers were not the Lakers that we expected, and the Nets were firsty like the first twenty games. Like they were, they they had the first seed for a while, you know what I'm saying? And then, they, you know what I'm saying? They went on the back stretch, so you know what I'm saying? I had to give it to Brown, just you know what I'm saying? Just the team around him, you know what I'm saying? We we knew quick like Russell Westbrook was not gonna help him, and him putting that number at the age, at that age is just ridiculous. So it's just wild. And some monster scoring games too. Yeah, for sure. I want to throw out Taha's second team. It's wild. This is surprising. So he has Trey Young and Luka Doncic as his backcourt in the for his second team, which is the Trey Young was a shock to me having him in the, on the shock? second team. Yeah, second team. Yeah, it is tough. That's high. Who having him over Devin Booker is like wow. Yeah, because he didn't have him. Yeah, you as well. He was right. And then he had the Tatum and he had Carl and Tate Towns. Then he had Kevin Durant over LeBron, which you can't really argue it. It really just depends on which which player you lean towards more, what stats you like better, this and that. Moving on to where the real debate is at. All NBA 13. Starting off for me, backcourt. Chris Paul. And DeMar DeRozan. TP3 was a walking double-double this season. One of the best, one of the highest assist totals I've seen in a while. Like, as in, just like every night you check the box score, he's got 10-12 every single night. Like, how? Like, how can you average, like, over 10, 10 assists? And, like, it's just ridiculous, the numbers. It's just wild. And it shows you he's the he's the main. He, he runs the whole offense. And he just knows every where everybody he knows every play. He knows how to get. He knows when to run it. Everything. You know what I'm saying? He knows how to set up his teammates. Like, he's just a great passer. He's a great leader. So, he definitely deserves to be up there. Yeah, I think that he was the clutchest player. DeMar DeRozan hit a lot of game winners. But as in closing out games, five minutes left, tight games, Chris Paul was the best at game managing and game winning this season. As in just sealing W's for your team, just closing it out, making the, the right decision. Killer. That's what yes. he is. Mid-range assassin. That, that, it's, that, it's that it's that floater. It's like that top of the key mid-range. You know what I'm saying? That they think that he's going to pass it. You know what I'm talking about? That fadeaway. Yo, yeah. that's automatic. Man, CP3's been just – he's been balling, man. He's just a mid-range killer. So, I had him too. I had him too. I had him up there. I had – probably, like you said, it. The two clutches player, yeah, yeah, and then Demar. So yeah, they're they're both. I'm saying been the two clutches player pretty much. I'm saying Demar obviously his team is. I'm saying they they were they're probably the second seed for pretty. They're holding it for a long time. They're up there top four for a pretty long time. But I'm saying injuries were a problem. But he was he, he's been consistent all season. I'm saying he's playing at MVP levels. Another candidate this season. Yeah, so he was definitely top five. He was playing great, just efficient at the mid range. He was just shooting so good. He had clutch moments too. 
Yeah, he won yeah. big games for the Bulls. Yeah, the big ones for sure. So yeah, exactly. He and it's crazy because probably what two, three months into the season, he was almost a lock for a first team. The way he was playing. It's sure. just the way the season's gone on, he had to make it. You cannot ignore the first six, seven months of the season of what he's done. It's just the things that held him back from being even higher on this list was the – It was the seeding, and it was like the record against good teams. It's just oh, like yeah. such an eye-glaring number. But it's like history. you – you can I, I understand about that, but like he's been playing – He it's not like he doesn't show out against – like those teams, obviously he has a couple of bad, you know, games against a couple of good teams. But you see, most of them, he, you know, saying he's been consistent all season. Him averaging what, like twenty seven, twenty eight points. Like he's yeah, just he's, he's having a great season. Like I'm not, he's obviously yeah. he made he made an All NBA team for a reason. Yeah, I just reward winning, and that was well, just yeah, for like, sure. I agree. That's what he made my crazy number. Like I see a lot of people having Zach Levine on an All NBA team as well, and I just don't. I can't. That I can't get there with that one. He's been playing good, but you, you. I mean, like closest to like we're gonna just talk about the guards right now. I think the closest, like we're talking about actual guards. I think I have three, three was, guards. I have two guards actual: Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, and Trey Young. Yeah, those are the two guards that were on the cutting room floor for me. For a fact, yeah, to make the thirteen, those were the two guards I have. Like that were the only ones that came to my head. Like actually have a. Like you're saying, been playing good and had actually you saying deserve to be on this list. Uh, underrated snub at a guard, who I think's had a great season is Drew Holiday. I feel like he's just. Oh, you know what's really crazy? Bad. I had him. I, I was thinking about. I, I had you him. Yeah, I had him in consideration too. I just didn't put his number. I was like, damn, do I have too many people? Because I already had like four. And I was like, damn, I do I run for five? He was my next one. That's crazy that you said that. He's been playing good. He's averaging what yeah. 17.5 um, points. He's been yeah, efficient. He's, been, he's, been a great, he's had a great net, season. Just bet, best, um, what's his car? Or net, net numbers? Just uh, Net rating. Yeah. yeah, net rating. He's just been so good. So he's, he's, he's been important for them. And he's he has a, he's another guy who's been, um, you know what I'm saying, getting clutch uh, buckets for them. For the, uh, yeah, Milwaukee. He's been great in fourth quarters. They've been good in fourth quarters all season. Yeah. Long. And his shooting numbers are ridiculous this season. He's been so so efficient. So definitely, he was another guy to be in consideration for the guards. Yeah, that's who Davion Mitchell got to strive to be like right there. Tell you, no, that. Tell, tell you, you Davion, Davion Mitchell plays like Drew Holiday. No cap, bro. He doesn't like. I'm sorry. That's just that's the mid range game and everything. Lazy. Take no, right it's there, not. That's he a lazy take. That's a lazy take. watches his clip. He has the same numbers. Come on. I don't care about the number, none of that. Watch, I'm going to do a side-by-side, like how they do with Kobe and Jordan. I'm going to do the side-by-side watch. It's going to be like, it's going to see when, when he hits a step back, it's going to go from him hitting the step back to Drew Holiday pulling it up. So I'm going to make oh, it. Man. And then I'm going to post it up. You're going to be like, damn, they play like no cap. No. I don't see. Move forward to the two forwards on this. I had Kevin Durant. We discussed that before. Self-explanatory. Great season. Puts up numbers. Games play really held him back. If he played as much games, like if he played like 60 plus, like 65, almost 70 games, he probably would have made first team. Yeah. How many is he? I don't know. 
I thought he had like I 50 fouls. Like 52, like 51. KD? It was low. Yeah, it's low. Damn. So I think he might hit 55. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't reach the criteria, we'll throw in a honorable mention at that spot. But Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was discussing this a couple weeks ago. I was like, I remember, I remember where it was. I hit the group chat. I was like, yo, is Pascal Siakam making an All-NBA team? And my boy is, is looking like it. Like, he's really yeah. looking like it. Like, he's having telling- just a tremendous season. He was another guy. Remember I was telling you, like, earlier before they even sent that. Like, I was telling you, he's been on a crazy stretch. I, was, I even sent in the – because we have a betting chat. And I said, yo, you bet on Pascal Siakam for points, like – Bro, it was 25, like, straight 15 games, 17. He's just on the – you're saying balling. He's, he's just been good. And the Raptors been, you're saying, playing good. And they're playing around him. He's hit their main score. Yeah, I think, he's, I think he's, he's – like, as the season's progressed, he's turned into their best player. Like, I think the yeah. way the season started, I think they yeah, have – Yeah, for sure. Their he's best been their best scorer. But as the season's went on, I think he's, he's just turned into – not yeah, not only their best score, but I think he's their best. I don't know if he's cutting out or it's me. He's on the he's show just, going. Yeah, he's just had a great like passing season. He's been their best playmaker, I think, this season. Like, yeah, you hear me? I think, yeah, like I was saying, he's had a great season playmaking, scoring. He's probably gonna be an all defensive team snub this season. Like he just played great. You good? Okay. Do you have anything to say about Pascal Siakam? No, yeah, he's been he's been good. Though. He's been good. You know what I'm saying? He's just he's been their main score. He's just when they need a bucket. Now that he came back healthy, his confidence. Now he has a great players around him that play around him. You know what I'm saying? And he's in a great role right now. He's in a great role and he's comfortable in it. He's great coaching. You know what I'm saying shooting wise, you know what I'm saying he's been he's he's a great play, he's a great scorer. He could handle the rock. He's a three level scorer. You know what I'm saying he could, he's a great shooter too. So, for sure. And and yeah. that's another thing to be careful when the with the Raptors, man. They it's a great team. They have fans back now back in Toronto. It's tough to go play out there in Toronto. Yeah, unless you. Unless what? Unless you have Kyle Lowry on your team. Sagami stuff. Yeah, that shit was a tight game, and they beat you up before that. It's two two on the season. For all that talk that that we that we can't play well against the Raptors, it's two two on the season. Straight line. Oh, I want to ask you though. Denver Celtics first round, no Robert Williams. How does that series? It will be a dog fight though. Wait, who? You said who? Celtics, Raptors, first round. Oh, okay. I thought you said Denver, but yeah, that's Three, top. six, or four, five, whatever, however it ends up. Who are you picking in that series? I'm going, you know, this is going to surprise you, but I'm going Raptors. Because it's going to be tough because that, that, that big matchup, that big uh, team that the Raptors and they have, it's going to be tough for the, uh, the Celtics. Especially for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, you're saying they're, you're saying they're 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 guys that usually like uh, score off their mismatch. It's going to be tough to uh, uh, mismatch the Raptors when you got all guys that could switch and Gary Trent. There's Jr. no mismatching. Deflection, you're saying and it's going to be tough. So I think it's probably a bad matchup for the Raptors. 
a Celtics, but they could definitely compete. It's going to be a great game. I think Seven game series. Yeah, I know. For sure. And For Pascal, sure. I mean, we've seen Pascal. You know, seen he scores. well we've against him. Them. Yeah, he's a playoff guy. You know what I'm saying? We've seen him play very well in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So, it's going to be tough. I would, I would probably go with the upset, and I would go with the Raptors. Yeah, I think so too. I would I think that's the a team that nobody none of the top teams want to face. Milwaukee, Miami, Philly, or Brooklyn. None of them want to play for sure. Toronto. They're gonna play hard for 48 minutes long. They're a team that's gonna cut the rotation to like seven, maybe eight guys, not even probably six. Eight you're guys, get, eight guys. You're gonna get a series filled with Fred VanVleet, who's who's like you can't back him down. He has the heaviest hands at his position. He's swiping down at everything. You can't post him up. Like he's defending everything. He's getting the def- leads the NBA in deflections, and he's like six foot. Then you have to go up against OG Ananobi, Scotty Barnes, and Pascal Siakam. Those three guys just switching on to you, causing havoc. Seven foot wingspans, athletic, could run the floor. That's why. Could switch through multiple positions. All three of them could guard one through five. Like, and then you have a spark plug in Gary Trent Jr. who could just go off for forty on any given night. And he he his defense just been yes. great this season too. He his, he improved so much from defense. Just quick on his feet, deflections. It's like he's been you know saying he's like what top five, top ten best players in deflections this season. Like for yeah, sure. top ten deflections this season. At a point, yeah. he was in first place in the beginning of the season, and he was so good. You know what I'm saying. He's been so good, and then, then you you just need like pretty much to start a lineup. And then you look at the defense. You got Chris Boucher, Thaddeus Young. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm missing somebody else. Oh, Boucher, Thaddeus Young, Precious Achua is having a great season. Precious Achua, is gonna have to come off the bench because Gary Trent Jr. has been playing. No, good. it's you. You start. OG, you OG usually usually comes off the bench though. No, OG starts. Come on, bro. You're supposed to be the OG fan. OG starts. It's Fred, is Gary Trent Jr., then it's Scotty, OG, Pascal. Like, those three guys are your front court. Like, that's what they don't run centers. Pascal, Siakam, and Scotty Barnes have played center for a majority of the season for them. Yeah, Some games they'll go Ken Birch. But come playoff time, I think they're going to – they're gonna play majority of their minutes with those two guys at center. But starting games are probably gonna end up going Kim Birch or Precious, depending on the matchup. But, yeah. Depending on the matchup, they definitely but if you're playing a team like them, are you really scared Al Horford's gonna kill you? That's what I'm saying. Like, are you scared about Al Horford? No. I'm not. Exactly. I wouldn't be so you just gonna you throw Scotty Barnes on Al Horford and you're straight. He's not an athletic guy that could you see I rebound those type of guys and they're and they're lengthy it's a lengthy squad snack. These guys are small. You go Scotty Barnes, what, six nine with seven two wingspan? Yeah, you got Scotty Barnes, Pascal, OG. Those three and guys. And then Pascal like Yeah. All lengthy guys, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's gonna be it wouldn't be a problem for them. So quick question. If K D doesn't like isn't eligible if he doesn't reach enough games, who who is taking that forward spot? Who's taking that forward spot? It would have to be Jimmy. 
that's the other guy had like out of all the fours, Jimmy Jimmy will probably be the guy I go with. If he's eligible too though. He's he has he has games played. I checked, I think he's at fifty six. I think you need fifty five is the minimum. Uh And right now Kevin Durant is at that fifty one. And how many games do they have left? They have probably like four or three. He's probably gonna hit fifty five. See, and they have on the dot. They have four, yeah, four games left. So yeah. if he doesn't, if he doesn't sit out, he can sit he's out one fine. of those. You think so? Depending on the, just, the games that they're playing, is they have Rockets, Knicks, Cavs, Pacers. So they have an easy stretch going to close out the season. But the Knicks team is tough. They they're tough over there. They, they've been playing good. The Knicks easy. been playing good. Yeah. My boy RJ Barrett has been balling. It's not even cap, but we talk about him every episode. But yeah, you probably go Jimmy for that last forward spot. And then the final center spot, it came between two guys. For Nico, it came to one. No. And that was, it went to Bam. But the the guy who's in competition with was, was Rudy Gobert. For me, what? Rudy Gobert, I didn't even have him, man. Another guy that was close, I think I was going to give it to was Ian. It's been consistent all season. Yeah, he has a lot of healthy. Healthy, he's been healthy all season. Played a lot of games. Probably the most healthy out of the big three, if you consider him in the big three. That's, I mean, yeah, he's in the big three. He played fifty six games, so that's not even true. Mm, it seems way more, to be honest. But yeah, I mean, you know what it is? Because when he's out there, you don't notice. Because Javale McGee, but it's like that. Yeah, you want to? you want to try to disrespect him? It is because Javale McGee's been so good when he wasn't there, so you don't yeah. even notice for real. But, but yeah. he's. He was really close. He was averaging the same thing. I think there was another guy too. He was definitely close, like you said. I think Jared Allen had a case as well. Yeah, I, yo, you know it's crazy. I had him up. I was thinking about saying, yo, but I be the. I know if I say Jared Allen, I'll be the only one of them. I mean, if you had him, you had him. I thought no, I was I know, I'm not saying it just for that, but it was just a bit surprising because I know you guys wouldn't have him. We, we just we just had him as probably the one of the another guy most improved, best most improved. I yeah. think we all had him like times. I had him in what the best. I, I had him team. on my second most improved team. I had him on our first team, I think. Did I? Yeah. Yeah. I think you give it to Bam because, for me, if they they probably are going to end up with the number one seed in the Eastern Conference if they want it, which they are. I think you have to give them at least one guy on the teams. <laughs> if you know, first team and first seed in the East with no no all NBA players would be kind of bold, but Depoy candidate, he's averaging. 19 a game, almost 20, giving you 10 rebounds, switching one through five. He's giving you that. He's been he's been one of the best screeners in the NBA since he's gotten here as well. One of the best playmaking bigs. Like he just brings it all. He literally brings it all to the table, except for shooting the three ball. But he's the lob threat. He's shooting at a high percentage at the rim. Mid range has been iffy this season, but it's picked up as of late. Yeah, for sure. I think defense has been. Most important thing is just how good you know what I'm saying he is. He he could play one through he could defend one through five. And another thing, I don't know if you tell him about the the crazy stat that he's leading this season. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think he's at the top of the league in switches per game, which so is think two months because he's at I think fifty six games played as well. So he's at the borderline. Like that's kind of crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, just like, giving you what he gives you defensively. Yeah. 
Wow. So giving you what he's giving you defensively, and then putting up the 19 a game with 10 rebounds, that's that's just enough, in my opinion, for all of being good. Because the the conversation with him and Rudy is, you got to think that defense at least at like averages out. But then again, averages out. He can't even guard. You only guard five. For example, how, people could see it averaging out. Me personally, I think Bam's a better defender than him. Because I think. I don't think he's as good as a shot blocker, but Bam can play multiple coverages. Don't don't maybe go when we get to deep defensive player of the year. Shot blocker, like you don't have to be at the level of Woody Gobert. Like obviously, yeah, he is. Coach. He can play multiple coverages. Yo, yeah, when we get to deep, okay. play, he's a our worst go next week. I'll he, go on my Bam spiel. Can I go on one through five? I'll tell you he that. He can. He can. That's that's it for all NBA teams though. Yeah, that's. I mean, it would. I, I want to get Tahas. I totally forgot for his thirteen. What you say? His thirteen. I want to give Tahas all NBA thirteen. I totally forgot. He said it to oh, me yeah, yesterday. Yeah. So third team is Donovan Mitchell, mm. Devin Booker. So who was the guy that he had that we didn't have? So he had both the guards. So yeah. So Donovan had Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, he didn't have CP3, and he didn't have – he had DeMar DeRozan as a forward, so he didn't have Pascal Siakam. But his t- his third team was Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, DeMar DeRozan, LeBron James, and Rudy Gobert as his five. Yeah, so he had Rudy in. Yeah, he had Rudy in over Bam. I was like – that's why I texted him. I was like, you give it Utah two All-NBA players? Yeah, like – I, yo, it was so close. I respected Donovan Mitchell. I'm like, yeah, I, I had him right. Like, it was like right there between him. Yeah, he's he's the snub. If we were doing a snub team, if we were doing a snub team, he will make it. Yeah. And forwards are probably Jimmy and Zach. Is Zach considered a small forward? Zach. Zach Levine? No, he plays a shooting guard. Right, he plays a lot of minutes at small forward. They don't have nobody, but Demar plays power forward. Like <laughs> you're pretty much not to yo Frodo. You might just be playing this, the three. Now I gotta check. No. I'm going to clean the glass. I'm going to clean the glass. I'm checking the percentages. Demar Derozan. Zach Levine. He's not playing the three. He's played. 49% of his minutes at the three this season. It's 49-49 this season at, at the three and at small at the three and at the two. And then two percent of his minutes, which this is how many possessions was this? At the guard? Point guard? At power forward. Oh my god, what? Two percent, so that's nothing. That's not be safe because score. they don't have nobody but they've been going through injuries and you be Talking mad shit about them. That's not... You fold, you fold. You were hating. Am I hating? That's the process. Trust the process. The process is losing the good teams, bro. That's not a good process. You've been injured. My boy's not playing. You know who I'm talking about. Everybody's been injured. You know who I'm talking about. Everybody's been injured. Like, what are we talking about, bro? DeMar and Zach Levine have played majority of the season together. They've been injured with Caruso. Role players. Role players. 
What? Are they not role players? Are those guys stars? Those are those are stars. Oh my. Okay, we can just go. We're gonna go to the predictions. <laughs> He's a star in my eyes. If he's a star in your eyes, then you're blind, bro. Straight like that. If he's a star in your eyes, you're blind. Moving on. Let's go to the predictions. First up, we have 76ers at Pacers. Sixers. Sixers, correct. Cavs at Magic. Give me. They need a win. They need it more than the Magic do. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Nets. Give me the Nets. Okay. Shout out Jalen Green, though. Four straight 30 point games. Him and his buddy Josh Christopher, first pair of rookies to go for 30 in the same game. That's fine. Future's looking bright in Houston. We have Charlotte at Miami. Give me Charlotte. Charlotte. Psych. Come on, Charlotte. They beat y'all. They, they're a bad matchup for y'all. Yo, you think everybody's a bad matchup for us, bro? Stop throwing that term around. You literally said every team's a bad matchup for us. You said the Hawks, now the Hornets. Yeah, they are. They are. They didn't beat y'all? No, we beat them. We swept them this season. The Hornets beat y'all. When? You guys did not sweep the Hornets. Yes, we did. But I could look at it and see the past games. 111, 107, 104, 86, 114 to 99. We've blown them out two of the three games we've played then. Yeah, yeah. They're going to beat you out tonight. Uh, they could. That would be better for them. They need it more than them. They do need it more than us. Hawks at Raptors. Give me the Raps in this one for oh, Raptors, sure. Man. Oof, big test for the Bulls. Let's see if they can pull out. They play good against these type of teams. Bucks at Bulls. Bucks. Bulls. This is where they get their first win against a good team. <laughs> Wizards at Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Yeah, give me the Wolves. 76ers at Thunder. 76ers at Thunder? No, real Blazers at Thunder. They're going Blazers. They're going Thunder. Even though, like, the Thunder just beat the Suns with the, like, the G League team, which is Poku, the Poku train's still rolling. They had, like... No shade, Josh Giddy, no Lou Dor, nobody like. Yeah. We have Spurs at Nuggets. Give me the the, the Nuggets. Nuggets. Give me the Nuggets. Give me the Nuggets. Grizzlies at Jazz. Give me the Grizzlies. Grizz. Pelicans at Kings. Give me Pelicans. the Pels. Yeah, for sure. They wanted more. Then we have the two best teams in the conference. Lakers <laughs> at Phoenix. It's not April Fool no more. <laughs> now, um, obviously, Suns and if the Lakers lose tonight, they're officially out, out of the playing tournament. So, the Suns definitely going to want to um, get them the same. Definitely want to uh, make them suffer and end their, and, and their season tonight. Let's see. Moving on to Wednesday, Mavericks at Pistons. Mavericks. Yeah, Mavs. Then we have back-to-back Nets at Knicks. Battle of New York. I'm Who's the best player in New York? I'm going with R.J. Barrett. Yeah, I'm going with the Knicks. Now the Nets are going to win this game. Yeah, I'm going with the Knicks. Wizards at Hawks. The Hawks are going to win this one. Second, Hawks. I have a back-to-back, but yeah, give me the Hawks. Yeah, I'm going Hawks. 
Celtics at Bulls. Damn, that's a tough stretch. Bulls, and then I mean, you have Bucks. Then the Bucks next very next night, you go to the Celtics. But the Bulls have played well against the Celtics this season. I'll probably go Bulls again. I'll probably go Bulls. So I'm going Boston now. Thunder at Jazz. Jazz. The Jazz don't pull this one out. They got. They need. They need a win. And then we have Suns at Clippers. Clippers. Yes, sir. No, Suns, Suns, Suns. Clippers. The yeah, Suns are going for the record. Who's balling? The Clippers are the- Who's the best player in that game? PG or D-Book? Nah, who's the best player in that game? Bruh, come on. What, bro, what? Don't even disrespect my boy like that. No, not disrespect PG-13. He's better than Devin Booker right now? Yes, he is. It's debatable. But I would do it. It would have been if he, he was playing because it's on season it's nine. It's debatable. It's debatable. And that'll mm-hmm. do it. We'll be back Thursday. Probably give our awards out. Yes, sir. Yeah. We out.